The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, 337 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. I'm in studio with Marlene Chapman, the Urban Mystic. Uh, a guest that I've been wanting to get for a couple of weeks now to talk about dreams specifically, but other things as well. A lot of engagement on our text line. A number of uh, people calling in already. 496 the number to call if you want to talk to Marlene, 496 So on the text line, we had several people ask the exact same question. I asked you off air, is there some significance to this? And you said yes. So a dream that a lot of people seem to be having is about losing teeth or being naked um, in a public place. Are those pretty standard? Those are pretty common, right? And the the precognitive aspect of uh, the teeth thing. Sometimes you can literally, it's a message from your body saying you need some dental work, but more often (laughs) than not, it's about fear of losing face. Oh. Right? So it's a fear of embarrassing ourselves. It's a fear, you know, so it's related to something that's going on in your life right now, a situation that's going on right now. Interesting. We're uncertain about how to... So let me ask you a question, in your opinion. So... A dream like that that some people have, and I mentioned off the top, like being late for an exam or going to school and realizing you didn't study for the exam or losing your teeth. Or uh, some people, somebody said the other day, maybe it was me, they had a dream about losing their fingers. They were dropping off one at a time or something. So these dreams happen and then they stop for a a period of time, a long period of time, and then they come back again. So would that be the changes in your life then? So you're not as worried right now about certain aspects of your life and when you are, it triggers these dreams? Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's not always going to be about the same thing, but it might be about a very similar, a similar type of situation. Like, where are we going to be afraid of embarrassing ourselves? What are we going to be? And because it's teeth, it's going to be about what we say. Right, like how well, we I'm surprised ourselves. I don't have that dream yeah. every night. Then, <laughs> <laughs> and naked, naked in public or naked in school. That's just again, it's a feeling that we're not prepared for something that's going would, on in Would our that life. fall in the same category as, and then I'll get to our calls, and I know you've been holding, would that fall in the same category as, I often have this recurring dream that I'm at a, a, a comedy club or a theater or a coliseum or some performance space where the sound system is perfect, the lighting is ideal, the crowd is exactly who I want them to be, Everything, it's the perfect storm for me to perform, and I can't remember my act. And I'm just stressing backstage that I know if I could just remember. And I, in my dream, I remember certain words and lines from my act, but I can't remember in what order they go or how you're supposed to present them. And it's so frustrating. Well, and that can fall into the same category, right, of maybe not feeling as prepared. But I might even look at it like if all, everything looks perfect but it doesn't feel perfect because if it did, Mm. (laughs) the words would. So sometimes that's like, yeah, it looks good. looks like it's the perfect thing, but maybe it doesn't quite fit. Mm, Back to my daughter again, eh? All right, Michelle's been holding. Hey, Michelle, go ahead. You're on with uh, Marlene Chapman. Hi there. Um, Actually, this dream I haven't had, but my sister had it four times in one night, and then she had like three days in a row um, where I was walking along with my daughter, and there was a storm going on, and my daughter disappeared into the blackness of the storm. And I guess I ended up in front of God, and he said, I know what you've done. You're you're done for. You're doomed. So that was the same dream I guess she had. And I was just wondering if 
you had any insight on that. And she told you about it? <laughs> she she told me no. And she she actually, because she was in Newfoundland, so she's three and a half hours ahead of me. And she texted me. <laughs> she woke up at like two o'clock in the morning and she texted me this. And I was just like, oh my goodness, woman, stop telling me. And Michelle, was your daughter, like, was there a source of concern around your daughter at the time that this was happening? Like, was she in a position in her life where there was some kind of um, chaos or something that needed to be worked through? Um, no, she's 14, you know, soon to be 15. There's nothing really, not that I can think of. Yeah, because when dreams like this, especially when they're involving, like, other people, there can be a lot of our own personal projections kind of put uh, forward right onto that so I, I don't know that I would think of that necessarily as being uh, precognitive unless there's was some kind of um, chaotic sort of situation that had occurred like right after that right so oh, okay. I think I think that it would be more something that she would be projecting right into into the situation like a sense of worry or a sense of doom or you know perhaps even just missing you guys okay yeah because I'm actually just starting to get into crystals and stuff like that and the whole spiritual aspect of it so um i was wondering maybe you know maybe that's what she was dreaming about but she doesn't know that i am getting into that so i was kind of curious there that's really interesting did you grow up in a house where heavy religious sort of influences might have said that toying around with crystals is a bad thing to do most definitely hmm. so i wonder she could be picking up something in terms of your own um, concern or feeling about it because you know some of us have to out ourselves you know that we're (laughs) to the family (laughs) that we're into these things right and you know if you guys are connected she could have totally been picking up on your guilt or fears or you know the things that lie underneath you know if I had a dollar for every person that told me that I was going to hell for reading tarot cards right you know as far as I knew most of mine you know were made at some little paper company right not in the (laughs) it's hell just (laughs) or something exactly okay no that's that's good to know yeah because like it, it kind of it terrified me because you know I'm I'm going into and looking into Akashic records and and all of that stuff and um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, perfect. All right, good stuff, Michelle. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. We'll take one more call. Then our break. Uh, Isha wants to talk to us. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, how are you guys today? Good. Good. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Um, so <laughs> I had this dream uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago that I was um, in a school that um, not my school at all in the basement, and I ran into my childhood best friend and who I haven't talked to in a long time. And so we ended up getting food or something. And I, I remember I was skipping class to, um, to talk with her. And I don't remember what the conversation was or anything, but um, so I remember I skipped class, we talked for a while, and then uh, I went back to class. And then I think the dream ended with me just um, coming in really late or something like that. Well, whenever whenever I see dreams about school, that kind of tells me that it's like looking at our life, life, the place that we're in right now, as a as a we're learning something. All of life is always about learning. Um, 
the childhood best friend, I'd be looking back to who were you back then? You know, like what were your interests? You know, what what did you say, think you were going to be when you grew up? Like what, how did your friendship end? Like I'd ask a lot of questions in regards to who was this person to you, right? Because um, getting together with that person, right, skipping out on a lesson might mean that that by going back to that place in your memory could... I guess expose maybe something about you that you've forgotten, right? That you so are, are you saying that it's not necessarily about the friend, but maybe about who she was back at that time? Well, because we we can we can look at friends, and, and as soon as we go back there, don't we look at oh my god, what was my life back then? Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I had you know three roommates, and yeah. you know all these different things going on. So it's like brings us back there for a reason, right? Who were we back hmm. then, and how does it apply to who we are right now? The other thing I would say, if you dream about her more than once or if you can't get her out of your mind I'd reach out hmm. well there you go all right Isha, yeah, thanks thank for you. the call yeah no you're very welcome we need to take a break and uh, then we'll wrap things up with your urban mystic Marlene Chapman all right uh, our final segment with uh, the urban mystic Marlene Chapman I've really enjoyed this and and Marlene I got to tell you one of the things I've really enjoyed the most about this is without even knowing meaning or or, or without even getting into the meaning it's reassuring to me to know that all these people are having these weird dreams. Isn't it? it? It is. Because you get thinking that, you know, perhaps you're the only one that ever has these really bizarre dreams, right? And even when I was telling you my dream off the top, I, I got to be honest with you, I'm kind of like, I don't really have any secrets here, but this one seems like I should keep it to myself. <laughs> but then our phone calls and our text line are full of these bizarre dreams. And I, what I'm getting from you is that really have to look into yourself you it, there isn't a standard solution to each of these but i mean there could be some you know losing teeth means you're you know worried whatever but in each case you have to look in and say okay so what is it i know you know the answer to this yeah looking within and asking what did i feel mm -hmm. feelings are really important this is why nightmares as scary as they can be they can be really therapeutic because you know that stress was in you already Right? right. You laid down and you had all this stuff inside you already, right? It just needed to be released. And that's usually nightmares come when we've got too much going on inside. It just gets out there. We haven't let it out, you know? Well, speaking of nightmares, so over on our text line, and, and I understand, you know, some people emailed me, some people texted, uh, many people phone. Not everyone's comfortable saying their dream on air, on the telephone. And I get that. Um, but you had said it was easier to sort of ask a couple of follow-up questions. So you're at a bit of a disadvantage here, but how about this one? Um, I need to find it because there's so many here. I've had a recurring dream for years, a recurring dream for years, that I savagely kill a lot of people. They're trying to kill me, though, but I savagely kill them. And I think he went on to say that it often happens... Oh, yeah. It always happens on a train. Playing around, everyone on the train is trying to kill me, but I never die, and I seem to have no problem at all killing them. It's always with knives and swords. Well, if we look at symbolically, knives and swords represent the area to do with the mind. Represents our ideas. Train is a piece of transport that isn't your individual... Mm -hmm. motor transport. You get on the train, you're going where the train is going. We don't have any free will here. We're a whole bunch of people yeah. that don't really have any free will <laughs> all going into the same area. So this dream would be connected to him and 
her, him or her, like, and their relationship with the world or the public. A dream like this might sound pretty savage, but normally it's just, you know, like a, a lot of stresses that, you know, kind of carry on right through the day. So this might be the taxpayer's dream, you know, I don't really have a choice, everyone's paying the same, you know, that kind of thing, where yeah, I don't really like it, but I can't do much about it, and, and I'm I'd, handling it. <laughs> I'd probably think, too, that this individual, just again, because the knives and swords, you know, I think about a sarcastic tongue, right? It's mm. probably somebody who keeps a lot of stuff hmm. inside, but if he, you know, they did, we did let it out there, right? We would probably... Um, people wouldn't be very happy with us. We nice. All right, let's try and knock off some of these others before we're out of time with you. Uh, this one sounds dangerous. Just the first two words of this one. My wife <laughs> <laughs> keeps having a dream of flushing our cat down the toilet. <laughs> she, they say, I've tried Googling it. I can't find anything that makes any sense. Any idea what flushing a cat down the toilet a beloved cat, I'm sure, well, might relate to. I'm sure I'd like to know how she feels about the cat, like really or truly, right? But the the toilet like represents like a, a unit that gets rid of the things that we don't want, right? So I'd be sitting and looking mm. at, you know, maybe the relationship, right, with the cat. The other aspect about cats is they represent independence. So it could represent her feeling like her independence Ooh. is gone. Oh, that's touchy. Mm -hmm. mm, all right. <laughs> I like it, though. Um, so I had this dream yesterday. This one seems pretty straightforward to me, but uh, hey, I'm no expert. Uh, I had so This is the text uh, from Peace River. So I had this dream yesterday. It involved my crush. I was in a hockey rink, and he was talking to me, and he hugged me, and I have been having these dreams for a long time about him. Do you know why? Because he's a player. Oh, that's why we're in a hockey rink? I would think. Ooh. Hmm. Subconscious knows things sometimes that the mind doesn't want to accept. And, you know, it's funny. A number of people, if you were listening to the beginning of the show and I was talking about my dream, I won't go into it again, but a number of people are pointing out that I said I gave my daughter control over... She got her own credit card and I backed away from control of any finances. And many people are saying, that's what your dream's about, Andrew, that you're concerned that she's making bad financial choices. It seems pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. Um, I had a recurring dream for years. Oh, that another one, savagely killing people. Uh, and this one, what about recurring dreams and sexy ones? My dreams, I'm always fighting, going on adventures, and if I die, I come right back to life. Is that strange? I think that we usually come back to life in our dying dreams unless we wake up. Right? You know, I've always... Uh, I, I, Somebody told me sometime, maybe 30-some years ago, so probably, you know, it was my mother, that you can't die in your dreams. Somebody told me it's just not possible to die in your dream. But can you die in your dreams? You know what? You got me, Andrew. I don't know. I don't know either because I've never died in my dreams. I was thinking about that, actually, when I was walking the dog this morning. It's like, you know, if you have, like, a really scary dream and you got a bad heart, do you, do you have a heart attack exactly. in your sleep? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, before we let you go, we only have a couple of minutes left. You are also... Um, uh, what's the right word? Mystic, psychic, psychic? Mystic is good. Okay. Uh, do you have any uh, predictions for 2019? Well, not necessarily. Um, like a, Besides like earthquake activity and stuff, I'm sure we're going to be seeing an increase in that, right? But uh, on, a, on a larger level, 
I think that everybody on individual on an individual basis is going to start questioning um, sort of like the shallowness of where we find our happiness mm. as individuals, which is going to create a lot of changes. Um, there's uh, Uranus, the planet just moved into Taurus, and Taurus represents um, home and food and security, right? So I think we're going to be seeing also some really st strange, unusual, or... Um, remedies in connection with food or farming or agriculture. I don't think I'm coming up with the right words here, but what I'm saying mm. is that, that there's going to be, a, we're going to be seeing a lot of attention around the area to do with food and food crises and new interesting or unusual mm. ways to deal with that. Could be the dairy industry and regulation. Hmm. Could be a lot of things. All right, uh, Marlene Chapman, the Urban Mystic. If people want to get hold of you, um, you do all your things online now, right? I do. So you can reach. We can do it over the phone. But if you want to see a face, we can do it online. We can use the FaceTime or okay. Skype. Or I use a program that doesn't crash all the time called Zoom. <laughs> and what's the website where they can reach out to you? It's uh, theurbanmystic.ca. All right, good. You're on Twitter as well, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No. So in other words, you created an account. You've done nothing with it. Yeah, if you look at my history, you'll see that's very true. I did. I followed you so that I could tweet out and then forgot to. And then I thought her last post was three and a half years ago. But still, I'm sure you'll get back to it. Marley, it's been a pleasure. A lot of fun this afternoon. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. All right, let's fun. take a break for news headlines. And when we come back, well, more of me. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.